Hey, what's up, guys? It's Big Cat. Before you start listening to this episode, I wanted to let you know that we're running a special sale on all Barstool merch. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. What it is! This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, no. But he does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, I'm living in a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always cheering. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Hard Factor. It is Thursday, August 22nd. Our top stories for the day. Wes is going to tell us all about Donald, the chosen one, Trump, and his Chinese negotiations. Yeah, the Messiah is doing work. Wait, is he, is he negotiating <laughs> with China, or are you saying there's something weird about his negotiations? He's nego- uh, he's like, hey, what's up, man? This, well, this, all of that, really. He's doing some Chinese all, negotiations. Taking care of them. Oh, okay, actual China. I got. Okay, I got you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Pat and I will take us through a news buffet of other headlines. Take it away, Wes. All right. Well, guys, it's official. Our president, Donald Trump, is, in fact, the chosen one. A belief that many in his base already believed wholeheartedly, especially after a case of Bud Heavy around the oh, campfire yeah. while roasting their fresh venison backstraps. Worst part about it is I feel like the ones that actually think he's the chosen one, not drinkers. Oh. Eh, probably not. Yeah. I mean, that's I don't the, know. I, I think me. there's definitely been some like. Glasses of whiskey, maybe not Bud Heavy's, but glasses of whiskey around the campfire, like yeah. a little tear, a little, little little twinkle in somebody's eye, and like right before he tells his buddy, like, you know, I think Trump was sent here by God, straight from the Lord. You know what? I, I believe it too. <laughs> yeah. Just like just like this whiskey and this deer we killed. That's right, and everything sounds good to me. And that Your belief friendship. was, and that belief was confirmed today during an interview when President Trump, while looking. To the heavens, confirmed he is the chosen one by saying, I am the chosen one. The proclamation came while President Trump addressed reporters' uh, questions on the trade war with China. President Trump was explaining to reporters that China has stolen over $500 billion over the past five or six years from the U.S. He added they have also stolen intellectual property on top of that. Uh, He said that many before him should have taken care of this problem, but hadn't. And as he turned and looked to the sky, he said, somebody had to do it. I am the chosen one. So uh, he's uh, he's just he's just, you know just saying saying he's the, he's the guy that's going to do it. So I've watched the video. Has it, have you guys you guys have seen the yeah, video? Yeah, I saw right? the video. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's clearly making a joke. But liberals are of course turning this into him actually believing that he is not just the man who will take care of the trade problem with China, but that President Trump thinks he is the Messiah, the chosen one, or some godlike figure. Yeah, well, he's making a joke, but it's clearly like also a nod to the evangelical crowd who like do <laughs> say he's the chosen one. Yeah, so it's and- like a joke, but it's not a joke. But also, he's just trying to piss off the Dems. <laughs> yeah, at the same time, he's making right. their head. Oh, it, it's a it's a triple whammy. I don't yeah. think it was that at all. I, I don't think it was that at all. I think he was sitting there saying like, "Someone has to do it. I'm doing. It. I'm the chosen one." Like it was just Trump being big, right? And he's right. China stole a fuck ton of money from the United States through investment scams, through a loophole where uh, American companies could buy into Chinese companies that a lot of times didn't even exist, and they did jack all our intellectual property. It's fucked up. So you don't yeah. think he gives nods to the evangelicals and like QAnon and stuff and things he says? Everything that he's doing right now is it, it, this is what's bothering me about Trump right now. It, it's like he's right about China and whether or not 
presidents had the opportunity to do stuff before him. Debatable, maybe he's he's dealing with it. I'm glad that he's punishing China for sure. But then, like, he can't say something that's good about the country without being like, what do you want, Joe? You want Sleepy Joe? Which he goes and attacks. And, and I, yeah. he was joking about the chosen one thing. Yeah. But, but then he went on to say, which was like, he kind of lost me. He was like, I was put here by the people to do a great job. Well, he's saying he's the chosen one. Joe's definitely not. But that's, he says that's his, that's his point there. Right. But he's saying, no, no, I think he's saying I'm the chosen one. Like the responsibility fell right. on me. Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Trump is the chosen one, according to Trump, not Sleepy Joe. Right. Well, this is just another reason that Dems, of course, you know, think that Trump is delusional. Maybe they should try putting someone other than like a creepy hair sniffing, uncomfortable child kissing gaff factory of an old man like Joe Biden against them if they want him out. Um, <laughs> Remember when he compared uh, poor kids to black kids? That was uh, like a week ago. Yeah, that was bad. Yeah. So uh, before ending his interview with reporters, the chosen one uh, grabbed a glass of water, waved his tiny hands over it and miraculously turned it into wine. So hey Wes, real quick, incredible. Yes. So you, you, you right there were taking a little shot at Biden, saying like maybe somebody else would have a better chance. We established yesterday that we all kind of think Liz Warren wouldn't have much of a shot. Who do you think? Is there anybody in that pack of losers? No. That you think? No. I don't no. think. I don't think anyone has a shot. I mean, look, there, in no no reality I have ever could imagine Trump would have been our president. He's not supposed to be our president. Uh, you pick a hundred guys, a thousand guys, a million guys that could be better presidents than Trump. Probably Joe Biden as well. But the truth is, it's who can politic the best. And yeah. probably Joe can. You know, that's why Trump's president, because he can politic the best. And Joe could probably politic the best out of the Dems, in my opinion. Hmm. We'll I don't see. think anyone's going to beat him as far as what he's done so far um, for the economy. You may be right. So You may be right. Yeah. Hmm. So, um, you know, he, Pat might be right. He might have re-upped his Adderall prescription. Maybe he had some sweet sex with Melania. He was on fire, well, though. Well, we know he didn't have sex with Melania. You're he right. definitely re-upped his Adderall, the Adderall prescription. Adderall. Yeah. So, uh, you know, <laughs> like, like Pat said, he was put here by the people to do a great job. That's what he's doing. According no to him. No one's done a better job than him. He, he capped that off. Yeah. So following his statements, Beijing... Um, hearing of these statements called on Washington to just simmer down a little bit with China's foreign ministry spokesman, uh, uh, Gang Shuang, saying, quote, we hope the United States will meet China halfway, uh, saying that Beijing wanted to, quote, work out a resolution that is acceptable to both sides on the basis of mutual respect and equal treatment. Yeah, how about you give us our money back, you motherfuckers? <laughs> you're, you're, you're a government that has its hand in every goddamn business happening in your country. You could easily return the money that was stolen from U.S. investors. That's not going to happen. So Yeah, but they, don't they like also... It's like a really more complicated than that, too. It's not just that money. Don't they own a lot of our debt, too? Yes, they do. Yeah. Um, so China, of course, wants the U.S. to lift its tariffs uh, before an agreement can be made. And the U.S. wants to keep some th those tariffs in place to ensure that China lives up to their end of whatever bargain might be made, hopefully in the future. Um, mm -hmm. President Trump also told reporters, quote, whether it's good for our country or bad for our country short term, it had to be done. Someone had to take on China uh, for what it was doing to the United States economically. Wow. Um, and he's the chosen one. And he's so, the chosen oh, one. He's the chosen one. He's the guy. He's our guy. So he has backed off on some of the tariffs, saying he did not want to cause an economic strain during the upcoming holiday season. So he's not only the chosen one, but he's also Santa Claus because he's giving the gift of fatter pockets uh, during the uh, time of gift giving. So this guy, is, he's just truly amazing. You guys Must know, be nice. He's also the king of Israel. Did you right, see true. that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That, that's a real weird thing that he got Netanyahu to to, to kind of come out and essentially. Anyway, uh, you guys, you guys know I'm not a Trump guy, uh, but I will say of, of anyone, I want Trump fighting with China. Someone had to do it. If, 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 if he makes his whole presidency about battling with China, fuck yeah. Awesome. Because fuck those motherfuckers. Yeah, I mean, he, right. he, he's he's trying to get better trade deals like he campaigned on. So well, he, he was also them for that. He was also saying, yeah, that China doesn't wait for someone doesn't want to wait for someone like Sleepy Joe because they're just losing jobs 
at an astronomical you know um, level right now. So they don't want to wait. They want to get a deal done. Uh, meanwhile, in Hong Kong, the protests are still raging and turning violent as protesters gathered in the same subway system that just one month ago was the anniversary was the site of the first violent attack on them by local gangs associated with organized crime. And wouldn't you know it, things got out of hand again with protesters overturning trash cans and vending machines in anticipation of a clash with police that were waiting outside. But luckily, the police never rushed in. So, you know, no one was hurt, um, I don't believe, and it never really escalated. So but things are still crazy over there in Hong you, Kong. You got to think on the bright side here which is what a great excuse to not go to work if you're working in hong kong and you have to take the subway oh, yeah you're definitely calling your boss and be like boss i can't, can't. i oh, take the subway to work yeah. you don't want me to get hurt do you exactly talk about a guy who's having a shitty month president g that's got to suck he's he's dealing with hong kong and trump simultaneously not fun for him oh he's ruling he's ruling the country trying to like jeffrey he's, epstein doing whatever the fuck he wants he's exactly. emperor for life so i mean that part's very great for him but this month, not so great. Yeah, not so great. And Trump's just letting him deal with it. So um, uh, going to the Internet, Barry uh, Satterfield says, and that is exactly what the Antichrist is supposed to proclaim. It has been written. And that's all, folks. Cue the four horsemen. And it's funny, these comments that you the, after this, this chosen one thing were all just calls for Trump to just be killed. Like, <laughs> like I mean, literally, it was like, let's kill him and see what happens. People you know? still believe in the Antichrist. <laughs> he claims he's the Messiah. I mean, yeah. that's what you're going to yeah. you claim that that claim that. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And then <laughs> one, one comment, Jason Klekovic, which is one of many just similar to this, says, let's tack him to a cross. Wait three days and see what happens. So this guy is just calling for the assassination of the president by crucifixion. Um, and well, uh, when you call yourself like like a, a prophetic figure, <laughs> I mean, you're oh, kind of on. setting yourself up. For I those mean, guys. the chosen one. He didn't say he was God. He, he... Hold on, Jason. Jesus died on the cross, and then they put him in a cave, and then he resurrected. So I don't put him on the cross. Ain't going to tell us much, you know. Yeah, I, I don't think Trump would last more than a couple hours. No, I think he's a tough <laughs> son of a bitch. Yeah. Anyway, get him so a diet coke and a Big on. Mac. He's happy. All right, news buffet. The buffet. Pat, take us over to the buffet. Daily news. That baby juicy taste. Oh yeah. All right, guys, Major League Baseball and drugs, they go together like syringes and butt cheeks. The players' love for substances and their limited athleticism is probably why I've identified with them so closely. So needless to say, when I, I was not shocked when it came out this week that two former MLB players have been accused of being involved in an international drug ring. But unfortunately, it seems that it wasn't just harmless old steroids they were messing with. It was real drugs. Talking cocaine? What are we talking? I'm talking cocaine. I'm talking opioids. I'm talking whatever you need, Wes. The yeah, baseball, I mean, one of those of sports where not only is it advantageous to do steroids, but you also don't have to run or be like move a lot so you can do other drugs as well like in, on your days off. You know? I will say this as well, uh, Will. You brought up a good point. Doing steroids is advantageous for baseball players. I have a theory that high school, if I was a high school baseball player that had any sort of talent, that's when I'm doing my cycle. Because the odds yeah. of making it to the pros are so slim, the real payoff is a collegiate <laughs> uh, athletic scholarship. You just got to get one contract. Yeah, just that's it. And then you're out. Uh, then you're just Colt McCoy at the rest of your career. The accused players are former journeyman pitcher and World Series champ uh, with the Cardinals, Octavio Dutel, uh, as well as Luis Castillo. Now, I'm not going to clarify which major leaguer named Luis Castillo I'm talking about because I think it makes the story more fun that How way. many are there? Uh, there's at least two. Don't these guys get pretty good pensions from being in the major leagues for all those years? I don't think there's a pension. There's got to be. Every, I, doesn't every major sport have a good pension? I don't think they have good pensions. I think it's more like, hey, we're going to pay you more than uh, pretty much anyone ever has ever made in the world. Don't fuck it up. There's got to be some But you know what pension. happens, Wes? 
They fuck it up. Yeah, they they start a drug ring, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so what they do. The men who are both Dominican uh, were implicated along with 13 others uh, in what the Dominican Attorney General has called, quote, one of the most important drug trafficking structures in the Caribbean region. Uh, the men assisted in money laundering as well as helping to smuggle drugs from the Dominican to the United States. It is unclear if the men uh, smuggled the drugs by throwing them from one country to another. <laughs> so we're still waiting to hear on that. They did have some cannons. Yes, yeah, strong arms. Uh, the organization is headed up by the kingpin Cesar Peralta, who is also known as Cesar the Abuser, mm. which is yeah, straightforward and unoriginal name, but though. yeah, the gets the job done. The guy gets, you want to avoid. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, Cesar has been known to authorities for years for running cocaine, opioids, as well as women, and uh, he's been doing some sex trafficking. Yeah, Dotel, he was placed under arrest in the Dominican while Castillo remains undetained at his home in Florida. He was quote shocked. When he heard that he was named in the ring, uh, the exact charges they will be facing are still not clear. This is a developing story. Interesting. Yeah, we'll have to see what, what they got caught with. All right. Lincoln County, Nevada, home to Area 51, uh, you know, the famous UFO uh, uh, military base, has unanimously passed uh, a county commission vote that Storm Area 51 is going to be a state of emergency if it indeed does happen on September 20th. So. They they declared a county state of emergency. There, there are four people on preemptive that, on that county state of emergency. Yeah, four county commissioners because uh, it's a county of like five thousand people. So right, and, that, and you, I guarantee that uh, of the four of them, they also serve as the head of police, the head of the fire department, the doctor, right, and the mayor. Exactly. They don't see what an influx of money this is going to be for them. What do you think? Well, that's yeah, but what they they're can't doing? even collect the bills. <laughs> they don't have enough people to to to, to take. You know, to take the cards or the bills. Um, Anyways, Mm. the preemptive state of emergency will allow the county to drop as many as 5,200 people to assist them with collecting all that money, I guess. Um, Should they actually be stormed by the two million people who RSVP'd to storm Area 51? Uh, I don't think nearly two million are showing up. I think it's just about 20,000 people who are going to a concert called Alien Stock. In Rachel, Nevada, which is inside that county, <laughs> you got to you got to imagine that's a shitty lineup. Who are, who's playing Alien stuff? Oh, I, no one. I don't know, but I know that Donnie does has got to go to it, and so we're going to hear about it next week when he comes on the show. Blink, that's awesome. Blink one eighty two. The guy from Blink one eighty two will be there. Tom DeLong. Yeah. You you also got to uh, be really amazed that four people are running a county and can just throw a vote out there and get uh, assistance from the state. It's, it's a lot of power in four men. Yeah, well, I mean, there's nobody. It's a, it's, a, it's a bunch of nothing and then, and then a big military base. And so I'd be doing that shit all the time. If I got lonely, I'd be declaring a state of emergency. I think you have to have a reason. <laughs> Do you, Will? Yeah, like Storm Area 51. Okay, guys, in the least surprising story of the year, <laughs> a man has been mauled to death by his own captive lions at a game reserve in South Africa. Tale as old as time. Tale as old as times. <laughs> Seventy-year-old Leon Van Bilgen uh, was killed in, at the Malhalla View Lion Lodge as he attempted to fix a broken fence in the lion enclosure. Who would have guessed? I assume on his way to fix the fence that uh, was keeping in the lions, someone said something to the effect of like, be careful, Leon, to which Leon responded, oh, it'll be nothing. The lions respect me. I'm the lion man, <laughs> which was his nickname, <laughs> the lion man, uh, that he was affectionately <laughs> known by. Yeah, Leon the Lion Man. Leon the Lion Man. Hey, yeah, neighbors- if, you, if you're named the Lion Man, the Grizzly Man, the whatever man, that fucking animal is going to kill you. That's going to be your death. Right. <laughs> but but you gotta you gotta imagine that that's kind of what they want when they start going by that moniker. You think so? Uh, like they're imagining yeah, getting killed by the the animals they love. 
what what a sweeter fate you know what what, I, what I a sweeter guess. fate yeah. they suffer being mauled by lions would be great neighbors from nearby lodges responded and tried to help the victim but unfortunately he was being attacked by lions it's not a lot you can do there according to the lodge <laughs> website they kept three lions one named rambo one named katrin and one named nikita now, it's pretty obvious that Rambo was involved, but no word on if and how Catherine and Nikita may have come into play. Uh, there's little hope for answers now as all three of them are dead. They, they had to put them down. Mm. So sad day for the lot. At least I got a good last meal. What happened to your uncle? What was his name? Lion Man? Oh, he he got killed by his own lion. What do you think happened to Lion Man? <laughs> Thanks yeah. for asking. He turns turns to the guy and they're like, you owe me $100. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Next up. It's that time of the week again. No, not the day you forgot to take out the trash. This is the day of the week that Predict It resets the line on how many times at Real Donald Trump will tweet this week. That's between noon on August 21st and noon on August 28th. And uh, it looks like he's done about a dozen tweets in the first eight hours that that market's been open. So that's a great pace. That's over a tweet an hour, mm-hmm. which is why... Over 160 tweets throughout the week is the favorite at 34 cents a share to buy. But maybe he'll have a relaxing weekend, put the phone down a little bit, and 150 to 159 tweets will hit, and that's only 15 cents a share to buy. Both pretty good values. This is a great bet to to watch because if you watch it, it will go up dramatically in, in the different stages of like 150, 159. And then once it starts to end, then you tr- really start to know what's going to happen. But you can bet on just the various stages and it will go up pretty high. Yeah. And you could trade it out, too. Yeah. You, you can, can trade sell it. Out. it. Yeah. Yeah. But will I will say this. Uh, I don't think he's going to have a quiet weekend because I think he's going to lean into the Messiah thing. Maybe maybe dabble with the, the Christian right base. Yeah. And also, as we alluded to, he read up his Adderall, which is going to dramatically increase oh, his yeah. transmission. Get the throughput. Go. Also, if his uh, entire presidency has been a good indicator, he probably is not going to cool off. He's probably not. Probably not going to. Tone it down. Um, anyways, don't forget to go to predictit.org slash promo slash hard factor 20 to get $20 matched on your first deposit on us uh, so you can get in on the stock market of political futures with us. That's predictit. It's a really fun place to lay down some political wagers. So enjoy. hopefully the hopefully the Danish prime minister calls him a pussy or something and then then just bet on the over. Oh, yeah. Big time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Today's episode is brought to you by we the people. Have you ever stuffed your gun down your pants and left the safety off and shot your own leg in the middle or tail end of your professional athletic career? It's unlikely you answered yes to that unless you're Plaxico Burris or Aqib Tlaib. But don't make the same mistake as those two. Get yourself a custom-made micromillimeter fit, perfect We the People holster. We the People holsters design every single one of their unique molds in the USA in lost motherfucking Vegas. They constantly update their designs every month, and starting at 37 bucks a pop, you can afford to get a new one every month to look better than everyone else, although you wouldn't need to because they have a lifetime guarantee. Their unique and intuitive clip design allows for you to easily adjust both the cant and ride of your holster so that it will fit comfortably and securely at all time. Not much to say. Let's ride. If it's not a perfect fit, send it back for a full refund. And oh yeah, they ship for free. Uh, nice. The URL for Hard Factor equals wethepeopleholsters.com slash factor. Right now, listeners of the Hard Factor show can go to the wethepeopleholsters.com slash factor and enter promo code factor at checkout to get $10 off their first holster. That's as low as $37 and ships free with an additional $10 off using the promo code. Again, that's wethepeopleholsters.com slash factor and promo code factor at checkout. Get you $10 off. Oh, yeah. 
All right, guys, the uh, the Amazon rainforest, which is perhaps best known as the setting for the less popular sister game to the Oregon Trail, is burning at an alarming rate. And to be honest, I can't think of a rate of something burning that isn't alarming, but this rate is especially bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it sounds like if a rainforest, rain, rainforest is on fire, that sounds terrible. Like it's raining on the forest. It's not supposed to be able to catch on fire, right? Yeah, I think maybe we have a lazy rainforest situation here. Mm. Uh, the rainforest is burning at the highest rate since Brazil's National Institute for Space Research, or the INPE, which makes no sense. They kind of screwed the acronym up there, began tracking the fires back in 2013. And in addition to the fires, it's kind of concerning how far behind uh, the, the times Brazil was in the space race. Anyway, the agency reported that the fires are up 84 percent compared to this time last year. So that's that's pretty fucking bad. And I just found out Brazil has a space research program. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to give to give some context, more than one and a half soccer fields of Amazon rainforest are being destroyed by the fires every minute of every day. Uh, well, let's get to why losing the Amazon is such a big deal. The forest is often referred to as the planet's lungs, uh, as it produces roughly 20% of the oxygen in the Earth's atmosphere. And being that Elon Musk's Mars colony is at least six months away uh, from being a reality, this could create some serious problems. The Amazon is vital to slowing uh, global warming, and not to mention it has a ton of weird-ass life and species, uh, including a million people that live in just in the fucking forest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they must be pissed. Those videos of those indigenous tribes in the middle, and they see like like the, the, you know the, the undercover watching the guy that's never seen like a person oh, in his man. whole life. Or crazy. I, I would be yeah. so so terrified that a dart was going to hit my neck at any second. <laughs> yeah. I would just be constantly blocking my neck with my hands, thinking <laughs> a, like dart a group was of velociraptors. <laughs> it's, it's already too late once you've spotted. One. Oh shit! Did you they hear that you? dart? Like every five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, environmental groups are blaming the fires on Brazil's president, Jair Bolsonaro, because of his track record of relaxing environmental controls as well as overtly encouraging deforestation, which, according to reports, claims one soccer field every minute. That's on top of the fires. Fun fact, the official unit of measure in Brazil is a football field for everything. Uh, Bolsonaro football, please football. Excuse me. Bolsonaro isn't taking the criticism lying down. Last week, the president fired the head of the NIPE after he claimed that deforestation had grown 88 percent in the last year, uh, which Bolsonaro dismissed as, quote, lies. Yeah. And then on Wednesday, Bolsonaro explained that the fires were probably set by non-government organizations as part of a conspiracy to make his administration look bad. Mm. So there's that. That sounds like you can't believe anybody ever. In that entire situation. Mm. Who knows who's telling the truth? They're all saying everybody else is lying. Oh, yeah. Brazil's the worst. <laughs> all right. Finally, our last story of the day. I'd like to formally announce preemptively uh, that if I'm offered a high-ranking position within the Space Force, that I will be leaving Hard Factor to serve my country. So... I respect that decision. Well, I don't like it, but I respect well, it. I don't believe you. Yeah, I, well, it's not going to happen because I have no military <laughs> experience and no qualifications to be offered a high position in the Space Force. But if it does happen, I need to let you know now because the Space Command, which is like the Space Force's daddy, it's the thing that starts before the Space Force, it's the leadership for the Space Force, is starting on August 29th. That's just a little over a week away with Air Force General John Raymond at the helm of the Space Command. So uh, that's a, a nice development. Mike Pence announced that development saying, quote, the United States Space Force will ensure that our nation is prepared to defend our people, defend our interests, 
and to defend our values in the vast expanse of space <laughs> and here on Earth with the technologies that will support our common defense for the vast reaches of outer space. After which, Pence went on to unveil his plan for uh, tr- uh, um, converting homosexual Martians that Elon Musk frees from the ice when he nukes Mars uh, to heterosexual Martians. So he's already... You got to get ahead of it. You got I respect that because Pence doesn't know, you know, w- where homosexuals are coming from. They get, they're coming out of the woodwork. You know, Elon Musk, <laughs> he nukes Mars. It could just unleash a hole. Just yeah, uh, coming from all angles he's, at Pence. He's got yeah. to get his intergalactic <laughs> conversion therapy ready. He's got to get his intergalactic gospel, uh, you know, uh, his the whole campaign ready. He's got yeah. a lot of work to and do. I, and imagine how horny those gay Martians are going to be. They've been locked up in ice for God knows how long. They're going to be running out there ready to mm. fuck yeah. each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, uh, the USA is trendsetters because uh, we announced our Space Force like a year ago. And then France just like a month ago announced that they're also going to make a Space Force. So I mean, classic France. I mean, I don't know Copycats. about that. Do you guys, do you guys think I mean, it feels a little weird having somebody else make a Space Force one year later. I don't know exactly what a space force really involves. Yeah, no one but, does. Uh, um, I think that it's a bad move on the French government because they should know that uh, French people in space is going to lead to f- all the French people in space dying in space. <laughs> there, yeah. There's no way that there's a successful you can't, French. You can't space smoke force inside mission. your uh, astronaut right. suit. <laughs> <laughs> we're all going to get smoked out. <laughs> Anyways, I, I don't know. I think it's a little weird they're copying us. Anyways, I. Uh, Trump and Pence, all they have to do now is secure funding from Congress to uh, get the Space Force going, which as well as they work with Nancy Pelosi, I'm sure that's just going to work out just fine. And that's going to do it for Hard Factor today. As always, thank you for listening. Remember to hit the Barstool store to get your soft corner tea before they're all gone. Sign up to attend the live power hour on September 4th in Austin, Texas. If you live there or if you're going to be there that night, if not, just prepare mentally to drink really hard or kind of hard on a Wednesday night and be sure to follow us at Hard Factor News on Twitter and Instagram and most importantly have a great fucking day yeah no, say goodbye. goodbye say goodbye okay this is ground control to major tongue you've really made the grade and the papers want to know